picture maybe why the NDC got it wrong. Well, you know, because when results start trickling in, Evans, one of the things about results, when they start coming, and if they're coming from your strongholds, you do a bit of projection also. Yeah. And so the projection sometimes is if, <clears throat> then. If I get this, then I mm. win. So in the midst of the if and then and we are, and, and here I am, I am actually inferring that mm. that could be the reason. And so maybe the NDC may have gotten votes from the strongholds of the NPP and felt that the margins were small yeah. and that's favorable to them. But you see, the thing about election laws, and I've always cited the example of the Kojo Smith and Fred Spafford situation, mm. where Kojo Smith, I mean, on the 8th of, in his pleadings at a court, said that on the 8th of um, uh, December t- 2008, Fritz Baff was on Adum FM conceding defeat, congratulating him. <laughs> but it turns out that he did not win the election. He did not win yeah. because a lot of things would happen. So because even, even Fritz himself had seen the, the votes possibly, possibly, possibly and yeah. thought, wow, but if, I'm sure it was marginal too. Yes. So yeah. you see it and you think, oh, this is marginal. Okay, so it looks like I am losing. So I, 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 I'll give you a typical example. Mm. Um, in the Ladadikotopon constituency, uh, the MPP's candidate, Gerard Nyanyufiu, so I was in uh, touch with mm. his campaign team. Mm. And they say, well, according to Gerard, mm. the margins that are coming are huge. Mm. He does not think that he'll be able to close the margin. Mm. At that point in time, he's conceded. But in elections, you may think you cannot close the margin. And the magic happens somewhere. Yeah. You're gone. Some, it, just need, it just need one vote to one win. Vote. That's all it takes. And that's sometimes you have to be patient to the very end. Exactly. And it's the only reason why we'll be able to you know, make a projection uh, based on what we do. I want to go to the Volta region where Ivy Satoji is joining us. I mean, there's, there shouldn't be any quarrel over Volta region parliamentary, um, I guess, elections. Mm-hmm. Because you just know largely NDC, with the exception of the Ameru miracle, yeah. Ameru miracle um, in there. And let's, let's pull up a voter regional map. Here we go. Here we go. And uh, by the way, this is Hohoi. Hohoi, yeah. So it used to be Hohoi North until yeah. 2012. It changed to Hohoi. Then Hohoi yeah. South became Afajato South. So, so, so here is it. I mean, there, there is bring no... It bring it back. Bring let's it bring it back. Uh-huh, let's bring it back. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a picture. There's a picture. I mean, John, Peter, I mean, we want to, we'll talk about it a bit more. But... There's no controversy mm-hmm. um, in here in the in the in the Volta region about who was one and who was law. But let me bring in uh, our correspondent Ivy Setoji, who is joining us uh, to give us the, the numbers here. Ivy, so let's go to the numbers and let's settle it um, for those who are interested in how the Volta region has voted in the parliamentary elections. Hello, Ivy. Hello. Yes, I can hear you. Hello. So, in the voter region, as you rightly said, uh, not for example, uh, Avaji uh, Bates was able to beat uh, the minister for Chieftaincy, uh, a little over 5,000 uh, there. And then uh, that was a little close, according to the residents. In Keta, uh, to the margin was large or big, uh, as well as Anglo. Uh, but then, what the residents also realized was that uh, the figures or the numbers uh, gotten by these people in these areas. Uh, uh, by the MPP have increased according to them. In Katu, uh, catching off to uh, the same thing happened, uh, it was not too close. And uh, now, Katu South, uh, 
Mamaga Difago Mashi also won. I catch the NDC and then the NPP, uh, that's the DC uh, contest where a lawyer. Um, this is the this is the picture there that Ivy was trying to illustrate. Uh, apologies for that uh, bad connection there. Um, out of the constituencies that you have in that particular part of the country, the MPP has just one of it. Just one. And and, and look, as you said it. Uh, if anybody had told you uh, before election 2020 that the NPP stood a chance of winning a seat in the Volta region following the crashing of the Otu region, now it was in 2004 that the NPP won the then Nkwanta North constituency. Mm. Okay, and so that was the first time the NPP won a parliamentary seat in the Volta region. Maintained it in 2008, lost it in 2012. Came back in 2016 with Krachi East constituency. That's uh, Jato's constituency. Mm. Uh, however, following the creation of the OT region, you would have imagined that the NPP's strength would remain in that region mm. and not in the Volta region. Yeah. And then Ameu performs magic. Yeah. He wins it for the NPP. This is the Ameu miracle. 5,000 votes. Yeah, and, and for me, it's not the miracle, it's not so much, well, it's in the victory, but it's also it's in the margin. Yeah. It's even more so for me in the margin than in the actual victory because. You were expecting him to win because this is a historically um, an ironclad stronghold of the NDC in terms of parliamentary and presidential. If an NPP candidate was going to, you know, make history, I was expecting to be on knife urge in terms of a few votes, not even 100, 10 or 20 or sometimes in some cases it boils down to one vote, right? Yeah. I was expecting to be that slim, right? But Amewu wins it quite handsomely. What well, almost five thousand difference there? He, he, he pulls it by, which is significant. They're talking about twenty six thousand nine hundred and fifty two votes, right? That John Peter Amewu secures uh, in 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 Hohoi. As against the NDC's candidate, who was the overwhelming favorite going into the race. Who has twenty one thousand eight hundred and twenty one votes? You're yeah. looking at five thousand one hundred and thirty one. So five thousand one hundred and thirty one. Yeah. This for me, this margin of victory by an NPP candidate in Hohoi, it is amazing. I mean, we need to. This is something that I guess political scientists need to study. I mean, seriously, you need to go in there and do a bit of a study and understand what the dynamics were. What is it that the people were thinking? But I'm also looking at in the next four years, the retention will be key, right? I mean, this is an island of a sort. It's going to be. I mean, well, he finds himself up here alone. But if you look at the entire region, he's going to be sitting there alone. And I bet the NDC will have to do everything possible. To take it back. The NDC certainly will do everything possible to take it back. But, you know, it, prior to the election day, voting day itself, mm. you saw the NDC's Johnson Asirin Keter showing up in the voter region, describing Amewu as a good man, but good men go to heaven mm. and not parliament. You remember that? Yes. You also re- realize that John Mahama went to Hohoi. Mm. In, I mean, in, in his final rounds in the voter region, he went to Hohoi at the time. Mm. The reason was simple. The NDC's own polling showed that John Peter Amaru was a threat to the party's seat in the Hohoi constituency. Mm. What they believed they could do was to get the party bigwigs to 
galvanize the base, energize the base, so that they will turn up in their numbers and vote for them. Now, this is the point. President Akufuado gets 14,000 in this constituency, so he doesn't win. Yeah, he doesn't win. He doesn't win. But I, I can bet, and it will look at a picture. Yeah. I will look at a picture. He, I'm, I'm, I can bet that because of Ameu, he would have improved his actual winning, losing exactly. margin improved. from 2016 and the actual votes. He improved from 2016. He had about five or six thousand in 2016. Yeah. I mean, we can show that. Yeah, I mean, I mean this, let's show that he's improved from 2016. But this, this is important to yeah. try and digest this a bit more. Yeah. And we'll be doing this hardware digestion for. Years to come, <laughs> in terms of uh, yes, in terms of want to go to the presidential um, in 20, 2016. Yeah. Um, so twenty sixteen, this was a situation um, in in Huawei. It's not showing because then the name was. Um, this is Volta region. So Volta you're talking region. about. So that's Huawei. There you have it. Huawei. Yeah. Yeah. We go. This is Huawei. This is the presidential. I told you six thousand. Six thousand. Six thousand. Yeah. Six thousand. Eight hundred sixty nine. So what's the story this year um, for twenty twenty? Uh, in that same part of the country um, for the presidential? 14,000. That is a significant jump from 6,000 to 14,000. Exactly. Again, 6, the Ameu factor. That, no doubt, is the Ameu factor. And so that would tell you, and John Mahama in 2016 has mm. 35,000 and it reduces to 33,000. It will shrink. It will shrink because shrink. then Akhavari is improving. But this is the whole thing. And, and if you go to Kokhoi right now, I think the NDC should also have realized, when you go to Kokhoi, Following the party primaries where Professor Margaret Quick won, there were a lot of party members who were unhappy, even with her selection mm. as a party's parliamentary candidate. Mm. Now, John Peter Meru was DC, later MC, from 2004 to 2005 to 2009 when the NPP lost the election in 2008. He contested in 2004, pulled 9,000. Now, until 2020, he was the NPP candidate to have had the most votes in the Hohoi constituency. Mm. So it tells you that this is somebody who's loved by the people. Yeah. And when he came in, uh, you know, and we, we did the first ballot box from Hohoi, speaking to all the people from Hohoi, many people will tell you that, look, I am not NPP, but I like JP, as they call him. I'm mm. not NPP, but I like JP, as they call him. Mm. And I do know, and my sources tell me that at the presidency, there were instances they said, oh, the people are talking about sketching mm. blast. Why don't you ensure that they do, mm. uh, you know, uh, they do a purist vote for all of us? Yeah. But the thing, one thing was obvious. Mm. John Peter Ameu was the man loved by the people of Hohoi to become their MP. He had actually done a lot of campaigning on the fact that do not vote because of your attachment to the NDC. Mm. Votes for development yeah. and the people of Hohoi. Made the calculations. Yes. And a final point on this uh, performance in the voter region. Remember that on, on Sunday evening when we started election eve, we did, we did some projections and yeah. said uh, this year you have to perform better in your candidates, in your opposing party stronghold exactly. to win the presidential race. Mm -hmm. We've already projected Nanado Damka Kufuado to win. Now, it, it, it's playing out, and we saw the, we saw the analysis show that, um, I was going to pull this up shortly, we'll, we'll bring that up for you, that particular uh, analysis that we did. But the ND, MPP was on upward trajectory yeah. in the, in the, in the Volta region in terms of their performance. They were losing, but they were gaining on the, on the NDC. And their best performance, yes, was 17% of the votes in the Volta region uh, for the 2016 elections. It's clear that that trajectory possibly is, has continued, and which has fed into their eventual as we've projected, Nanado to win uh, tonight. Hohoi and Amewu's performance, I guess, is, is just um, best epitomizes mm -hmm. that entire story.
uh, for you. Exactly. And one other place you can go, uh, Evans, just to uh, depict that, is the <coughs> K2 North constituency. And I think we'll leave the vote right in the K2 North constituency. Watch this. So this is Aveji. Aveji. And Aveji is the deputy minority uh, leader there. And Kofi Jamesi. And Kofi Jamesi. Uh, the gap, I guess you want to say, has closed. Has closed. Um, James Aveji has lost ground a bit. Let's, let's illustrate that by yes. going to 2016 uh, and, and see the story as it emerged. Uh, he's dropped. He's dropped. He's dropped. Because, I, because you recognize that in 2016, uh, uh, Jamesi put 15,000. Yeah. And Aveji had 25,000. Yeah. <clears throat> he increases, and that was about a margin of 10,000. Yeah. And it's reduced to 5,000. And if I were advising Aveji, I tell him the signs are beginning to show. Step off the scene when applause is loudest. And, and, and again, our projection panned out. We said going into this year's elections, in the Volta region, the momentum was on the side of the MPP in terms of the gains that they were making. We still expected the NDC to win, no doubt. No doubt. But our point was, how many more votes can the NPP get from your opponent in his stronghold to add to the ones that you are guaranteed yeah. from your strongholds? I want to. Uh, so that clearly is what has panned out as we told you on Sunday night with our analysis. And I'll pull that back up later when we begin to digest this a bit more for you to see. But I want to come to a place that we know very well here in Greater Accra. Okay, sure. uh, let's see the story uh, as he had panned out um, here in Greater Accra. I want, to pull that, I want to pull that map for you, the Greater Accra map. Another swing um, region always telling you who has won. I want to bring in, this is the pictorial image of Greater Accra. Right now, mm. as is found out in parliamentary, uh, my colleague Daniel Dadzi is standing by with a breakdown for us uh, so that we can begin to appreciate who was one what here and who may be in the lead to try and resolve this controversy over the parliamentary. Daniel, take it away. Hi, Evan. So we have um, 31 seats out of the 34 uh, seats in the Greater Accra region. And so far, if you look at a cursory tally, the NDC has 18 seats. The NPP has 13 seats. Um, so I'll quickly take you through some of the more interesting ones. Of course, um, what happened at Ayaso West Wogan has been trending on social media since yesterday. Lydia Sarah Mahasan retaining that seat for the governing MPP. Uh, another one, of course, that we heard earlier was the Adentan seat. The communications director for the NPP, Yabwabinga Samwa, stepped aside after just one term. Madentan maintaining its reputation there as not retaining members of parliament. Mohammed Adamu Ramadan, of course, would have 2024 to either disprove or prove that particular theory. Um, Amasaman will be interesting, Evans, for your analysis because the NPP has not won there since 2004. And the NPP won that one for the first time in a number of years. That's the Amasaman constituency Konkatama 